We can feel God's mercy being new every morning. As we open up our eyes, we feel the newness of a new day. We feel better than before. We experiencing God like never before. And I just thank God for us to continue to persevere in all that we do. Process is very important. It's very necessary because it causes us to become more wiser, much stronger than ever before. I want you to know that in between your yes and receiving God's amen, there is nothing but acceleration upon acceleration and as we accelerate we're learning we're becoming you know more disciplined in all that we do we're coming away more with god and we're knowing more as to what to do as a child of god and it's not that we're just knowing we're also showing and demonstrating what it is to believe in god as a firm believer in all that we do. No tantrums anymore. No getting upset if things don't go our way anymore. No trying to rush God. No trying to understand God in a natural way of understanding and watching what we say and being more quick to hear and coming away more, praying more, fasting more, you know, praise coming up higher, giving things coming up higher, just knowing God so much more, knowing about God's kingdom and which is only inside of you and you just knowing how you and I are fully equipped and what God actually mean when he say you are fully equipped. Everything we will ever do is already on the inside of us. Everything and everything means everything. God embedded in us glory upon glory. Hallelujah. And I thank God so much because we can easily say, you know what? I'm done. We can easily say, you know what? I quit. And many of us have actually felt those ways. Hallelujah. But through it all, through it all, through it all, it's all for the glory. Our testimonies during our process is not to say, you know what? I was troubled. You know what? I was bothered. You know what? I was irritated, but I stood fast. I understand that. But The process is for the glory is to say through it all, through it all is to push those things away and say through it all is to let go that hurt and pain through it all. Let go that irritation and frustration through it all that maliciousness through it all backbiting through it all attacks of the enemy through it all trials through it all tribulations through it all storms mountains through it all through it all through it all. It's like graduation day through it all through it all. All the studying, all the exams, staying away with partying and wanting to hang out with the other students. No, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to study. I'm going to see this thing through. I didn't come here to play games. I came here to get my, you understand, my certificate, my degree. I came to get what I came to get and I'm gone and do all that I'm going to do while I'm here regarding that degree, that major and that's how it is when we're walking with God. Through it all, I might have one leg now, one leg down, but through it all, maybe crying, but through it all, up at night, but through it all, pushing away food, but through it all, 
through it all, through it all, through it all, went through a process of healing, working power, but through it all, through it all, had to let go some people to receive more of God, and through it all, through it all, seeing what's real and seeing what's not, through it all, seeing the highs of highs and the lows of lows, through it all, 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 it all me, it all, it all me, it all, you are in glory, it's for glory. No one in the Bible has ever testified about the process of hurt in a sense and a process of pain in a sense, a process of disrespect in a sense. No, it's for glory. God could have wiped out Adam and Eve, but he dismissed them in the garden and still had them to live. And Adam and Eve never talked about that encounter again. They had great days. Every day wasn't filled with sadness or madness. They had great days. They had children. Still blessed. Still favored. Because God already knew his plan required another man. And they never brought that conversation up again. Adam never said, Eve, why did you tell me to eat that? Eve, who told you to eat that? Just like Abraham and Sarah, they never sat down with Isaac and discussed Ishmael. They never talked about anything in between their process. Because sometimes during process, we can become impatient and we try to put our hands to it. But I'm going to tell you, if we put our hands into what God is doing, it's not going to come out okay. It's going to frustrate the grace and it's going to cause matters to become worse. That's God saying, get your hands out. I know you want to do this. I know you want to take this. I know you want to possess this. I put this on the inside of you, but already see that you already have it. So know what to do and say regarding it. Continue to pray for it. Continue to praise for it. Continue to stir yourself up regarding it. Just don't fall short. Just don't give up. Just don't become impatient. Just don't have a tantrum. Just don't get upset. Just don't ever, ever walk away. Stand firm, steadfast, just like I had to do regarding every generation until my son got up on the third day regarding all of you. I had to wait this thing out. I had to lead you in the wilderness. I had to prosper you in land upon land. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there through it all. You serve other gods. You did not want to worship me. You tried to make my house out to be a mockery. You lied. You cheated. You steal. You did all kinds of things that's beneath who you are. And I'm still here because I love you because I have to go through a process too. I have to be patient and wait for my son to come. I am the one that controls of God. I could have sent my son the same day. I could have sent my son the next day. But it was more to it. More to it. It's for the glory. Joseph never ever said in Egypt to the crowd of people who looked up to him as a ruler. These are the brothers that caused me to be here. These are the brothers, they betrayed me. No, he never said anything. His brothers was actually nervous about it. He's not talking about what we've done, guys. They felt that conviction. They felt it. 
He's not saying nothing. He's actually being nice after what we've done. And you can imagine how Simeon, Levi, Naphtali, you understand, Zebulon, God, Asher, all of them coming together saying, you understand? He's not upset, guys. I'm, you know, I'm nervous. <laughs> he can do anything to us. He can throw us in jail. He can betray us. He can get us killed. And yet we walking up, we waking up and walking around the palace. Come on. Our families, families, families are here. We have more food, more land, more money, more blessings. And sometimes we feel like we don't want to spare people. No, you're not worth a blessing. No, you're not worth a miracle. No, you're not worth marriage. No, you're not worth a promotion. No, you're not worth healing. No, because I remember when. And that's not how God talks to us. We know we operate in, in offense when we do not forgive. Okay, that person hurt you. They lied to you. Okay, guess what? You will never, I will never allow it to happen again. Let it go. Letting it go don't mean go back all the time. It means let yourself be free from it. Free them from it. Some of us have a yoke around someone's neck and just yanking them and yanking them. No, you're going to feel what I felt. No, you're going to feel my anger. You're going to feel my pain. It's too easy to let go right quick. No, no. Come on. Feel what I feel. Yeah, cry. Yeah, I feel better when you cry. Yeah, I feel better when you're upset. Yeah, I feel better. I feel better when you're asking me to forgive you. I feel better when you feel ashamed. I feel better when you pity yourself. Yeah, go pity yourself. Because I don't pity you. And that's not what God's saying. You're going to miss the glory. That's on your life to manifest. Some of us got a little bit of bitter in our heart. Yeah, it's okay to be away from the people. Yeah, I feel good when you're all the way over there. Yeah, I don't have no contact with you. I don't be bothered with you. But guess what? You have to have an open heart. Father, whatever you want to do, he may send you back to them to gain them unto him. And that's a whole nother process. You have to be willing to endure before you even start. Oh, Jesus. See yourself finished before you even start a thing, Jesus. Nothing but Christ. He said now it's time for salvation before he even got up on the third day. Do you understand? They were nervous. They thought Joseph was going to any moment get back at them. And they thought, okay, maybe he's being nice because dad is around. That means Jacob never knew. And they may discuss some things, but they never knew. He never told them. Everything as to what happened. Benjamin had no idea either. That was their plan. We're not going to tell Benjamin. Benjamin going to tell Jacob. Do you understand? Now you imagine that as a, not a secret, but as something that you've been through to cause you to become more sacred. You know what you've been through. And guess what? You push past, but the testimony is still there. But the feelings you felt during that time, it has to go. It got to go, guys. It has to go. It has to go. Yeah, they stepped on your toes to get your promotion. Guess what? You already been promoted in the kingdom. It got to go. Don't be upset. You ask someone to help you to get further and they don't want to help and they have the answers. Let it go. God got you. Don't look at nothing in a negative sense anymore. 
It doesn't matter. Somebody may try to tell you, yeah, okay, we're going to replace you or we're going to have somebody else instead of you or look what we got now or you thought it was just you. Oh, no, we got more people who's just as good as you. Ooh, let it go. Because we're not in this for competition. I'm going to tell you, I'm seeing upon my life, the more that I don't say anything, the more God speaks loudly for me. And I mean for the glory. My moves demonstrate God. My voice demonstrate God. Without me opening up my mouth, you can hear my voice because my life speaks for what I believe in because you can see manifestation come into pass and it's a demonstration of God's power. I thank God for every miracle, every dream, every promise coming to pass. You got to not look for it to come. You got to see it already being here because that's what your process is all about. Your process is not just marriage. Your process, my process is just not promotion. It's not just acceleration. No, it's line upon line. Glory to glory to glory to. It's holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. So process is so necessary. Through it all. Through it all. You understand? Esau had to let that go with Jacob done. Through it all. Do it all. When Jacob passed away, they buried him where he wanted to be buried by Leah and Rachel. And other, it's a very monumental place where he wanted to be buried. And let me tell you guys, right after Jacob died, Simeon, Zebulon, Naphtali, you understand Levi, they all, in Judah, they all began to ask Joseph and say, you know, any moment now, you know, dad's not here anymore. You can, you know, get on us now who we done to you. I know you was putting on this front for dad, but now he's gone. You don't have to, Joseph. Joseph said, it's all for the glory. Like, why are you still talking about it? I'm not going to do it. It's over. Because sometimes when mercy is present, it seems too good to be true. I just did this to you. You going to fix me dinner? I just smacked you in the face. You going to take me out? You understand? I just called you and cussed you out. You want to say you love me? I just showed enough straight up current you. You still want to walk beside me? We cannot ever have anyone to feel that they are deserving of hardship or condemnation and guilt. Some things we have done, we, we just don't even know how to get over it. But allow God to have you go through that process. Everything requires a process. A process, nothing but becoming more builded, stronger, spiritually disciplined. Look how far you think now. Look how more mature you and I have become. And God have minds on a podcast. <laughs> you understand? It's all for the glory. All the tears, the sweat, blood, tears. And every time you say, you know what? It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I don't want to want to see, but it hurts. I got to push past and still praise. I got to push past and still minister. But it hurts, God. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts so bad. It's for the glory. I love every testimony. Joseph, come on now. You've been betrayed, set up, 
and nothing you could do about it. You was gained by your own brothers. And every day he's thinking about what did they tell father? Why would they do this to me? Growing up all this, all this persecution because of it. I didn't do anything. I'm a man of God. I wouldn't touch your wife. You know me better than that. I'm going to spare you the execution, Joseph. I'm just going to put you in jail. I don't even need to be in jail. I didn't do anything. I wonder what my father is doing. Who's taking care of Benjamin? Everybody has their mother. Me and Benjamin don't have house. Who's there for him? I was there for Benjamin. Now who's there? Simeon and them not going to be there for him. Going through a process with God in that prison. Stir yourself up. And there goes a day. And tell and trust me, sometimes we can feel when it's coming. Sometimes we cannot. Sometimes it feels like it's the opposite. And there it goes that day of manifestation. But let me tell you like this. Don't allow manifestation to keep passing by. Because God was still presented before us until we, you know, we see it through. Some of us had manifestation passed by over 20 times and we're not even aware. We think we still wait. No, it just passed by. Gotta wait again until <laughs> you see it again. Another opportunity again. You understand? Because we're looking for so always something big, gigantic. And there it goes right there in a still small voice. Opportunity right here. That's simple to make one phone call. That's simple to go to that job. That's simple to just draw that picture. That's simple to click up email. That's simple. And we're expecting this big old for some reason. They looking for someone to conquer Goliath, being bigger than Goliath. And it took a man that was much more smaller. But guess what? Much wiser. David going through a process. He wasn't just attending a sheep. He was slaughtering bears, slaughtering lions for a living. I take down bears. I take down lions. Who is this Philistine? Jesus Christ. Here's your testimony. I pray. I give thanks. My praise is my weapon. Who is this devil? Who is this? You understand? This demon. Where is this stumbling block? Where is this mountain? Where is this storm? Where is this trial? Where is this tribulation? See, God uses us from running to walking cool towards, excuse me, I had to get it out. <laughs> we go from running from it to running to it. I like that better. Thank you, Father. You understand? Who is this? Who is this? What is this? What is this? It's not to run and keep saying it's trouble. No, we run away from trouble. No, God wants you to stand right in the midst of trouble because right in the midst of trouble, huh? There goes. There goes. Blessing, strength, power, might, glory, grace, and favor. And the word is say, in a time of trouble, he should what? Hide me. Because he's our defender. He's our defender. Don't ever feed into competition. Don't ever feed into 
disrespect. Don't ever feed into it. Just see it through. Pray your way out of it. Praise your way out of it. I'm telling you, because we could wear so many fancy clothes and I could look so nice on the outside, but all the compliments are coming from within. Within. You understand? We cannot be a people that's always talking about ourselves and what God is doing for us. We have to also lift up others and keep them inspired and encourage. If you're in a season of marriage, let that not be all you talk about. Well, I'm going to do, I'm going to see, I'm going to receive, I'm, 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 I'm. And it's good to testify, but also lift them up because you don't want the attention to all be on you. You got to have it on God regarding them too. Same goes for me. Because sometimes out of excitement, we can just talk about that thing all the time. Yeah, I just got this promotion. Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I can do this now, that now. And somebody around you waiting for a financial breakthrough. <laughs> got to keep them inspired. Keep them encouraged. You got to keep them too. Keep them wanting to be kept by God. Because some be like, you know what? It's nothing happening for me. No one should ever feel like that. None of us should ever feel like, you know what? I'm just in this for me and mine. You know, you do what you got to do for you and yours. That's not what fellowship is about. And I'm going to tell you guys, we all been through and we was like, you know, I don't know what to do. Many times we have, you know, demonstrated anger. You know, we going through the persecution, the process. You know, I'm done. Many of us have thrown our hands up or tossed things aside or put holes in the wall or whatever we can think of we have been through. But no, it's all for the glory you done patched that wall up in the hole. In fact, you done moved out to a bigger place. <laughs> you understand? It's all for the glory. When it comes to Jonah in the belly of a whale, do you know how he had to feel to be in the belly of a whale? Come on. That's not pleasurable. That's nasty. All that bodily fluid in there. Ugh. Ugh. And he in there praying, sitting in all that. Oh, God. Three days. Mm, mm, mm. Three nights, too. God. Here you go, Jonah. Don't forget the nights. <laughs> and guess what? He had to repent and know that it's for the glory. He wasn't like, you know what, God? How dare you to do that to me? How dare you? And sometimes we know that things are happening because God gained our attention. And when we're not in position, it affects other people. You understand? Even people who don't serve the Lord currently, who have false gods, just like in Jonah's situation. That man said, everybody call on their God. <laughs> Let's see who God going to answer to deliver us from the storm. And Jonah didn't want to say anything because he knew. He knew it came from his God. He knew his God is real. He knows. You understand? And they're like, Jonah, won't you say something? Better call on your God. And he knew what was going to happen when he did. And that's exactly what happened when he did. You understand? It affected the other men. And they didn't even do anything. That's why Jonah had to throw himself over. You understand? Seriously. Sometimes what we do, what we shouldn't do, it affects other people. So we got to be very careful. We can have loved ones, family, and friends. And seriously, guys... 
It could be so quick to become entangled because of our love and emotions, but we have to allow the spirit to overrule the soul, will, thoughts, and emotions, guys. We get a quick phone call. Guess what? We so quick to say, what? What? We embracing ourselves. What? <laughs> thinking about the wrong before we even thinking about right. What? Or what now? With this going on with me, who doing that? See, we're becoming a defender instead of giving it to God. Now we all bothered. Even if we say that's not right, that's being bothered. We've been made right. You understand? The devil may think he can stop you. He know he cannot stop you. He may think that he can cause you to feel like he can, but he know that he can't. He cannot stop a believer. That's why it's so important to continue to what? Only believe. We become entangled. And now we all feel in some type of way about a situation. And guess what? Now we are affected by it. We're from praising and feeling good to now feeling disturbing news on the inside of us. And what can we do about it? Hallelujah. The best thing to ever do in every situation is praise, pray, give thanks, push past. You understand? Jonah never mentioned in Nineveh what he had to go through in order to be obedient. Why? Because he knows for the glory. We don't have to always bring up word by word what we have been through during the process. Yeah, I remember you hurted me. Yeah, I remember you lied to me. Yeah, I remember you was exaggerated. Yeah, I remember you tried to cheat your way up. Yeah, I remember you backstabbed me. Yeah, no, it's for the glory. It's like you don't even think of those things. You're just so glad you pushed that thing out. When it even comes to giving birth, yes, it hurt it. Who look at that kid in the delivery room? You heard it me just now. You just split me wide open. No, it's for the glory. May got some stitches, may have some staples. Doesn't matter, it won't last. Look at my baby for the glory. You understand? Body been stretched and all kinds of things. But look, it's for the glory. Look at your child. Look how they grow up. Look how they prosper. You understand? Thank God for that. Hallelujah. We have to release people from hurt and pain that we feel inside. Some of us have that mindset right now. Yeah, you did it once. You will never do it again. How can someone walk with God right alongside with God as a new creature? Do it ever again. How can you try to brace yourself from not being hurt? Not for any pain. You gotta let that go and move on. How can you put I put a guard on our heart when God already has our heart to be guarded? There are two different types of guard. There's a God for protection of glory and a God because of fear and panic. Hurt and pain. You're never gonna scar me again. I'm gonna make sure of it. I'm not going to be all in even though I'm giving you all of me. But I'm not going to give you a situation 
I'm not going to put you in a situation where you can run all over me. See, you're thinking from hurt. You're thinking, or I'm thinking from past pain. We have to be all in. Taking risks, meaning it doesn't even matter because God is with me. It doesn't even matter because God be before me. It doesn't even matter who could be against me. It doesn't even matter because God is my refuge. It never mattered. It doesn't matter. I'm seated at the master's table. It doesn't even matter. I'm going all out being free and deep. It doesn't matter. I'm more bold than before. It doesn't matter. I'm wild than before. It doesn't matter. I'm stronger before. It doesn't matter. Who is this demon that's trying to place fear upon me that robbed me of my breakthrough, that robbed me of my manifestation, trying to bring forth pain, trying to bring forth hurt. No, that's in the past. I'm walking in the future and I'm grabbing hold to everything that God said belonged to me, being free indeed for the sun set me free. Many of us get married with guards on our heart. Many of us get married skeptical on eggshells. Many of us get married not even trying to go through a process and those things come out once we said, I do. You understand? We got to get rid of the don'ts before we can even say we do. Some of us want to just say, you know what? Forget it. It's over. Look, it's over. It's over. Let's not ever talk about it. It's over. Forget it. Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead. And guess what? When you get married, what you think going to come out if you didn't go through no process of what happened? It's going to come out because you experienced that. You can't hide your spirits. You can't deny your spirits because there's glory in it. Because do it all, do it all is for the glory. It's for the glory. We can never say, you know what, God, I'll take it. I mean, it's your plan. I mean, I, I mean, hey. No. No. It's being excited. Giving your purpose another chance. Giving people in your purpose another chance. And this time, you're not going to allow no devil or no demon to walk off what belongs to you. No promotion, no vehicle, no home, no person, no place or thing. Because that made you stronger. Oh, you got me before. You walked off with my promise before. You're not ever walking off with my promise again. It made us more riskier. It made us more daring. It caused us to be all in. You're not going to get me again. Saying you're not going to get me again. Saying you're not going to get me again. You understand? Do you understand? Many of us are not receiving that flow of breakthrough upon breakthrough because we got to let people go. Now, when you connect with people, you, okay, we're going to be sharpening each other. Get over that. We got to stop trying to be so perfect before we come around people. That's why we ain't around nobody right now in a way we want to be around because we keep trying to become who we not. 
in order to receive what's already there. You understand? <laughs> Blessings are supposed to flow constantly. Breakthrough upon breakthrough. There are no, you understand, no sessions where it's just nothing. You just sit and don't know what to do. Mm-mm. Holy Spirit always have us to feel in our spirit what we need to do. Whether it's praying. Whether it's letting it go. Sometimes we try to brush it past or brush it under the rug and then connect with people and all, all hell break loose. Hold on, where this come from? You just snapped. No, I'm all right, I'm all right. What? Because one of the worst things we can never do is receive a promise for God, from God and go back to saying things that what we've been through and having that come out in front of them. Having it being floated up to the surface because we bottled it down. We didn't even admit, you know what? I'm angry. We keep saying, no, I'm all right. No, were you angry? Then go through that process and let that anger go. You can't have a process in denial. I can have a process lying. Process starts with honesty. Because those who worship God must worship God in spirit and what in truth. Do you understand? Have to let it go. Can I have tension in the room when mercy is present? If anybody know about mercy being present, it's us, but also regarding the word, it's Apostle Paul. He had to go and face the children of the people that he had killed because they believed in Christ. And now he's a believer of Christ. And now he's aware of what he had been used by the enemy to do for so long. Do you know how I feel when Peter walked with him to knock on the door to go inside with the other disciples and Israelites? Hold on, Peter, what you doing, man? You coming in with him. Uh-uh. Many of them kept their eye on him. And they slept with one eye open if they did. We don't know if he's for real or not. He just could be saying that to get us, Peter. No. He's born again. Do you know how much crying Paul had to go through before God? I am so sorry, God. Oh, my goodness. What have I done? And still had to go in front and just, you know, push that aside, his emotions and pity himself and, you know, feeling guilty upon what he'd done and condemning himself to go and still preach. And guess what? And they received so well. They received so well. Jonah had to let go all the deny that his family began to have when he began to talk to him about the plan that God was sharing with him. Build an ark for what, Jonah? A great flood? We never had a flood, Jonah. There's going to be a flood. Okay, but guess what? They began to help when they saw how God was supplying for Jonah to do. There wasn't that much lumber in the world. Not that much supply in the world to build that built art. What was it, 180 years worth? 120? Come on. Those are generations watching it be builded. People laughing. This man tripping. He's not just building a little boat. 
like we normally do. He's building an ark. We never even heard of an ark. When you believe in what God is saying and others don't, that doesn't feel good. But that's why God always say, and Christ says, sent by God to say, who do you say? What do you say? Does it matter? Does it matter? We got to free people, guys, and let it go. Jonah had to let that go. You understand? Noah had to let that go regarding the ark. All the bickering, the laughing. That's not good to be ministering to someone laughing at you. You in purpose and somebody laughing. You walk down the aisle to your bride or your groom and someone's laughing or someone's standing up. I object. No, it's for the glory. We got to stop, stop focusing on people to put us in a place they cannot. We already see that. Don't try to have people to sit you somewhere outside of your seat. Social media is not for views and comments for you to feel like you're important. We be so moved emotionally based upon that stuff. Because that's showing you and God's showing you how you feel you important. How you feel about your worth. You're allowing people to tell you by showing you if they like or coming. So if they don't, then what? What do you say? Who do you say? Does it matter? Can you walk alone without thinking people got to lift you up? Can you walk this walk? Can you talk the walk that you walk? Can you allow your demonstration to talk for you and I? Do you understand? It doesn't matter if I went from one million people to nobody wanting to walk with me. It's not going to change the fact that I'm walking with God. Many of us be saddened. People leaving. Oh God, what am I doing wrong? Keep your focus on God. No one showed up at my function. All the heaven showed up on your behalf. You better stop looking at things in the natural. Because when you're confident about your walk, whether anyone there or not, I'm telling you, people see that. It's not that you don't need people. I don't need people. It's that I don't need you to place me where I'm already seated. I don't need you to think you can do that to me because you can't. Now, I appreciate your compliment, but your compliment don't seat me. Your compliment don't, you understand, glorify me. Because I glorify God. Do you understand? Seriously, guys. Many of us are very sensitive. Somebody could say something and we go 20 miles away from what was actually said. We cannot be so emotional. We hear a word. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. 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 Well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll just stop then. Well, there goes your blessing. There go. You're pushing people away. No, it's not pushing people away. It's walking away from the problems that sometimes people can place upon your life. You understand? 
We cannot be so quick to do anything but only believe. Be so quick to believe. Be so quick to believe to forgive. Be so quick to believe to forgive and release people and let things go. Who get married on their wedding night? You talk about what you've been through. What? You could have said this before the marriage, man. <laughs> you understand, old woman? Who wants to get married to someone? They say, oh, I forgot to tell you, I got two kids. What? Why you say nothing? And what God has for you, it is for you. But the thing is, you don't have to hide anything. Many of us are too scared to lose a blessing. No, it's yours. It has your name on it. Me was thinking that, you know what? Okay, let me see if we are compatible. God written it down. What do you mean? Let me see if they would do something I don't like. God written it down for you. It's yours. Then God may show you what to do on something that seems to be an issue. But don't let that cause you to feel like, you know what? Let me move to somebody else. No, you better receive what God said. Regarding a job, regarding where you stay, what state, what country, what avenue. Yeah, it may look good to live in that paradise, you know, area right there. But is that, is that what God wants? Is that what God wants? Why wouldn't he want me to move in somewhere that look like paradise? Because you're connected to breakthrough. It may be people right there in your reach where you are. They need to come alongside with you. And if you're over there, then how can they ever connect? If I was in Hollywood, I wouldn't be in Suitland. I wouldn't be in Temple Hills. Where would that put God's plan? My plan is, you know, in my reach where I am. God's plan. God's manifestation. We think that, oh, it's a downfall. Or, you know what? It seems like we can't receive what we really want. You don't know what you really want. To what outside of what God already had and said, we don't even know who we are. I made up my mind, I'm not going to be a dressed up fool. I don't care if I take off all my clothes before God. Father, go ahead and start this process. Let's start with the things that bother me. Let's start with hurts and pain. Let's start with insecurities. God, let's start with everything that I just, you know, just let's just go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to put on clothes and walk off with those things inside. Like no one going to notice. We may not say anything, but we notice. Can't you feel and hear me free? Don't you hear it? Because you can hear it in my testimony. We don't tell everything. But we do talk about freedom. Hallelujah. Some people throughout our lives, even as children, teenagers, feel really bad for what they have done. 
I pushed you away. I rejected you. I picked, you know, someone else over you. I didn't want to do anything with you. I treated you like garbage. Have you to feel like you're not important. And look at you now. Look how you're prospering. And some of us are not careful. We'd be like, you know what? You won. Won what? We all won. <laughs> Even in the family, we competing with kids. Yeah, my, look, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at my grandson, look at my son, look at my daughter. Mm-mm-mm. Now top that. You understand? That's not helping, that's hindering. Because they have to come alongside with God too. And we keep saying we in this for, you know, glory's sake. We witnesses of the gospel. So how can we be a witness if we don't bear witness? How can I not have you to feel spared and yet God spared me? How can I not have you to eat at the master's table and yet I'm sitting down eating good? We're not self-made people. We're not selfish-made people. We're not selfless made people. Hallelujah. I just feel paradise on the inside of me. Mm-mm-mm. God just showed me um, a fountain in front of my mansion. And this fountain has my favorite bird drinking from it. It's so beautiful. I can draw this. Your mansion is not a mansion here. You better believe me. Your mansion is like the size of a nation. I'm trying to tell you. God creates space all the day long. I'm trying to tell you. He knows how to shrink and he knows how to span. Trust me. Hallelujah. Restoration is very serious. Because it means that it's back again. Cannot take that for granted. Anything that God has positioned back again. God will give you a number regarding what it is or give you a name. Give you anything that you need to know to keep you where you are to see this thing through back again. You don't want to get to right there at the threshold and you can touch and possess. And there goes a word you said that caused you to not walk in. One thing we can say that causes us not to walk in is not the time because it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't look like it. There goes you missing your breakthrough. So be quiet. Sometimes God will put a spiritual muzzle in our mouths because many of us don't know what to say out of our mouths. And he don't want you to miss your promises or me to miss my breakthrough, your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Excuse me for the pause. You know, I'm a mother. I have to, you know, make sure I take care of my home. I had to get my son up for school. Hallelujah. It feels so good to be free. I'm telling you guys. In the ways of the world, I'm just going to quickly testify. I thought it was so much fun to drink, party. And, you know, I didn't party much, you know, outside the home. I partied in my own home. I bought the sceneries in my own home by myself, my own lights, you know, circling around the walls, my own cocktail drinks and own music and just dancing in my own living room after I put my son to bed. And I did go out places, I did. But I'm gonna tell you guys something. 
when you walk with God, it's nothing, there's nothing like it because I try to fit in and try to be as normal as I could. And it just wouldn't work. I'd go to the lounge. I'd go to some clubs I was invited to. I would never dance with anybody. I just didn't like that. I didn't. I really didn't like that. I'll be like, you know, please, no, thank you. I'm fine. Oh, you stuck up. Oh, this, that. Okay, whatever. I just don't want to dance. And I'll dance with myself, but I would just be in that club. I'd be like, I don't even like this. This is not even me. This is not me. It's not me. The music, the lustful music. This is not me going to the bar. This is not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Oh, God. God. Trying to hide from being who you are is very uncomfortable. It's very, if you wear what you like to wear, don't let no one try to change you. You understand? Now, it's okay if you can use some help in a, you know, dressing area, you know, in the the style of fashion. But if that's something that you're really strong in, what you like, okay, you like the way corduroy's okay? Then wear them with your corduroy self. Don't let no one change that. You like wearing your hair up all the time? Then wear it up. You like no hair? Okay, stay be bald. You like makeup? You don't? Okay. You wear jeans and a t-shirt? Okay, that's you. Everybody don't dress up all the time. I have to people that all the time, they come around me, look, I like to dress up. I've been like this, this way my whole life. <laughs> Understand? My mom will tell you. My siblings will tell you. You don't have to wear a prom dress to the mailbox. Come on, you're just going to the mailbox. <laughs> you're just going to the store. You understand? You make me feel like I'm dressed down. We're not going to, we're going to go to the playground. You know, why you have on a three-piece dress? You understand? Jesus. I like to dress up. I just like to. <laughs> I love it. You know, I love it. And I'm not going to let no one change that about me. But I wear, I wear jeans and shirts too, but that's rare. I mean, I can hook casual clothes up. But what I really like, you know, is ball gown attire. I can wear that every day. Red carpet style. I can dress every, all day. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you guys don't like that. You can't wait to take that dress off. Can't wait to take them tuck. Cannot wait to take those tucks off. You understand? Or those shoes off. No, I love it. I thank God for that. On Mother's Day, you couldn't tell me anything. I got into my prom dress. <laughs> 20 year later challenge. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. On Mother's Day, I wore my prom dress. And I thank God I was able to get back in it. You understand? You couldn't tell me I wasn't Cinderella that night. Hallelujah. And I thank God so much for everything. I feel so good to be me. I don't have to get around you and have to drink or have to smoke if that's something that you choose to do currently. Now, I'm not saying it's okay, but what I'm saying to you is I love you. And love is unconditional. Hallelujah. I'm not around any of you to change you. You understand? Holy Spirit does that all by himself. We can get around people and don't have to say a word. And they feel like, you know what? I just got to step it up. I, I, I got I to gotta do what I got to do. You know, I, I got I to gotta do what I got to do. And I thank God for that. When, I, when it came to dance, I never forget. 
one morning God just told me to dance and I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Nice. You know, I have a great choreography when it comes to just any type of music. But when God said to me that morning, dance, I was dancing the whole morning, afternoon, nonstop. But in between, I'm, you know, doing home and, you know, doing things in the home we normally do, you know, cooking and all that. But I'm still dancing. I'm like, God, you never had me just to dance just the whole entire time. He wasn't just saying dance. He wanted me to join the dance. That's right. And I'm going to tell you something. When God said anything you touch and it shall too prosper, I thank God for every compliment. I thank God, the God in you, the, your personality, you know, your bubbleness, you know, your energy, your passion. Look how it prospered this ministry. And the, and the same goes for you, even on the job. Look how this job is prospering. Look at you always being on time, doing what you should be doing at work, not gossiping, not looking at and, and pointing no finger at nobody else and thinking about what they should be doing. You worry about yourself. I don't have to use that word, worry about yourself. You know, you're thinking about what you need to be doing. Hallelujah. I like that better. And I want you to know this. Some people don't want you to go further. Not saying because they don't want. It's because they know when you go further, they're going to have to go further too. And some don't want to. Some are settled, they feel. Some feel uncomfortable. Some It's all kinds of reasons why people don't want to go any further. But they do want the blessings that come along the way. I don't want to be disciplined in this area. Because some people feel like they don't know how. They have enough trouble going on. Some people feel like their lives are already troubled. People feel like their waiting is troubled. Their process is troubled. You understand? People want things right then and now. I want it now. And if they don't see it, then how come? How come I'm not married yet? Is it something about me? Well, what God, what is it? What is it? How come I don't have this promotion yet? How come I don't have this just job yet? You understand? Believe in, believe in God for another vehicle and not even working to even go to a dealership to even show pay stubs. You understand? Seriously. Just believe in God. If he did it before, over and over, he could do it again. You know, I'd rather take God two years than to walk in man's two minutes. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I said it to my grandmother. She said, girl, you're doing the right thing. You're right where you need to be. Sometimes we look at our lifestyles and, and, and let that determine whether we're blessed or not. Because of what we have. Mm -mm. Don't look at what you have naturally. Because those things can change. Look at what you have supernaturally. What are you standing on? You understand? What are you and I standing on? Because things going to come. But what are you standing on when these things show up? Are you ready to connect with other people? Are you ready to walk down that aisle or ready to receive your bride for her to say she do? And you say you do? Are you ready for that? Because God will show you if you're ready due to what your response will be concerning it. You're not preparing to become. You're preparing to discover who you already are. You as a bride, you as a groom, it's already there. It's already, it has always been there. You were birthed here as a groom on the inside. Everything you and I will ever do is already on the inside. That's why God said you're fully what? Equipped. But we still have to sharpen each other based upon our equipment. Because we have to be prepared to walk it out. Who go on a job with arrogance and become a CEO? 
Now you tell people what they need to do negatively. Now you're being harsh on the workers. Now you're overworking them with little pay and taking more pay at home for yourself and your family. Passing up people who's qualified to give it to your people in your family who don't even come to work. You understand? God don't ever want us to look at things and be like, you know what, and point our finger. Look, God, look at that. Look at that. Like God don't see it. Oh, he sees everything. He want to look at your response due to it. My response due to it. Hallelujah. I feel to say, you be so excited about your breakthrough. You be so excited about your process. Don't be ashamed what you're preparing to receive. Do not be so excited about it. You know why? Because God bringing you through it. God help you persevere. God placed people in your life to help you get to be where you are. It was times you felt like you didn't know what you were going to do. How you going to get over anger? How you going to get over pain? It was times that people didn't know what you were going through at home on that bed. Going through, at, you know, at home at that table. Didn't really want to eat. You were hurt. You were bothered. You were confused. You felt disrespected. And God used people to help you through that. You daggone right. You better be excited. Stop hiding stuff. Say of God. And many of us hide things because we don't want to be sabotaged. Move more cool. We don't want to be sabotaged. So I'm going to be quiet about what God doing. And I don't mean being all up front and loud with it. No, I'm saying the thing is, are you loud on the inside? Are you shouting on the inside? Is it shown on the outside? Or you and I keep trying to hide things. I don't want to want to try to stop it. I don't want to want to persecute me. I don't want to persecute those who are with me. You know what? You just being that way, exactly how the enemy want you and I to be. Because he don't want you to be excited because it's a form of praise and it steals his plan. It shuts him up. He don't want to be shut up. So he's trying to shut you up. What can man do about your excitement? It's going to cause the enemy plan to bow. He has to flee if he's resistant. And guess what? Whoever the vessel is, they won't do it anymore. But if they keep on doing it because the enemy has been entertained by our quietness and our secrecy. We've been secretive too long. They're so malicious. I don't want you to know what's going on. So I'm going to do this and do that. And then voila, here it is. Like no one known. Come on. We're supposed to love each other. No matter what you see somebody do, no matter what, you can't do nothing to me that God won't allow to happen to me. And if God allow it to happen because he has something connected to it that's much more glorious than what I see. Gotta be so bold, be so daring, not to be afraid of, you understand, trial, tribulation? Throughout every trial, tribulation, there goes a reward. So why are you afraid to approach a situation that requires you to receive a reward? Now I ain't got time for that. See, look at things in the negative. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to be getting myself into nothing. Somebody try to stop me. Somebody try to, you know, want to do this to me. And no, I ain't got time. Let me just, you know, let me just, you know, stay right here. Because I you know that's why we're not seeing what we really want to see as much as we want. Because we're just staying right there and not moving on with our way of thinking, our way of speaking, our way of feeling. We know that we know that we know that we know. And the devil even know what you're preparing for. The devil know before you got here. How powerful we are. 
That's why he was so mad. That's why he became the devil. Because we're here. Before we even came here, we were here. And I don't mean living here before in the sense of the natural. No, in a vision. We see before we see. Those children you seen in that dream, you have before you have. That marriage that God spoke to you about, you have before you have. Don't hide your excitement. You better bless the Lord on your soul. Hallelujah. Regarding any promotion. This is my time for now. I love you.